Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the brand new trailer for the Halo TV series. I think it doesn't have a real name. Uh, I think it's called the Halo series. Uh, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, as well as our continuing coverage of the Book of Boba Fett. But we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Um, but first, uh, I think we're going to get to the get to the news. Already? Dylan. Yeah, already. It's new. Okay, well. We're doing it different. Yeah, we have some news to talk about for the next episode of Book of Boba Fett. Um, uh, yeah, spoilers for um, all past and present future Star Wars. Exactly. If you care about Star Wars spoilers for real, skip. Uh, you don't. You'll probably not want to hear it. Yeah, a couple minutes. So um, this last one was uh, basically a Mandalorian episode. Yeah, and, it was. Um, <laughs> there's uh, been some rumors now about who's going to be in the next one. This could just be people making educated guesses based on what happened in this one. Yeah, but um, this is coming from Cinelinks, who is a pretty reliable Star Wars leaker. Ooh. Um, yeah, um, they're saying that both the child and Luke Skywalker will be the next one. Really? Which I think would be cool. I mean, that's not yeah, bad. that's what they said. You, I mean, you could infer that. I mean, you could definitely infer Grogu. I don't know if you could infer Luke, but but if I mean, yeah. I guess if that's well, where if that's where Grogu is, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, cool. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna do like a whole like more CGI dude. I mean, know? we. Mm. That's tricky to give him like a part, like a, if he's like a, if it's more than a little bit like, hello, here's Grogu. Right, because it least. worked. It worked fine uh, in Mandalorian season two when it was a high and by. And it was dark, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like not on the bright suns of Tatooine or wherever they're going. Yeah, I don't want to see Luke on Tatooine. No. With, no, I don't. I don't need how many how many suns they got. They got like fifteen suns over there. I don't need that. <laughs> that's that's too bright. Yeah, it needs um, to be in a dark room. But I think that would add some needed excitement. So I would. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, I'm into that. We also got a teaser for a Marvel summer event. It's Did back. We? I feel like we haven't had a big event in a while. Um, um, have we? Marvel I mean, not, not like a, not like it's not kidding. a huge one. Not like this. Yeah, well, who knows if this is huge? I hope it will be though. But it's um, it's a crossover between Avengers, X Men, and Eternals. Uh, it's called okay. Judgment Day. Um, it says Avengers versus X Men and Eternals versus I don't know. It's it's not clear if they're fighting or teaming up. But okay, there but is it... a quote. There is a quote from Druig on the tease. It says, okay. "For a million years, Earth has been protected from the Deviants, but we made a mistake. We missed some the mutants." Oh. <gasps> dun, dun, so, dun. so EVX. Yes, E V A V X. <laughs> oh my gosh. E slash A V X. What I think is happening is versus. that it's Eternals versus X-Men, like you said, and then Avengers are Whoa, maybe, whoa, whoa. Let me let me be the yeah, like mediators. No, knowing them, they'll be anti-X-Men. Well, yeah, I mean, isn't everybody? Yeah, they have been in every they're gonna be jealous of Krakoa. They're gonna be like, actually, we want that island, you know. Can we have Krakoa, please? Why, why, why don't they like the mutants? They're not even bothering anyone at this point. I mean, you know, they know what they did. The, the mutants have the, the most popular characters, though. I think that's the thing. It's like you have Wolverine. Who They're is jealous. The, I mean, as, aside from Spider-Man, I think Wolverine is probably the most recognizable Marvel character. I mean, maybe Cap. I mean, maybe Cap. I mean, sure. It's, yeah, that's a, it's a hard argument. To Iron make. Man at this point. Wolverine is definitely He's up upper there. echelon of... right. 
Marvel characters. He's like, he's in that S tier. So I think, you know, I think they're coming for that, that Wolverine clout. Yeah. Druid wants some of that. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it's just mad that they faded into obscurity and now they're like, they got a movie now to try to come back. They're like, you know, we can take on X-Men. No, they can't. <laughs> so, but that is interesting though. Like the X-Men are always sort of like on the back foot in these, um, you know, crossover uh, team events, right? They're always like having to react to everybody not liking them or not understanding them or whatever, whatever, whatever. Does that Every story time. get old for you? Kind of. Yeah, I, I want them to be more involved. So I'm, I like the idea of this, you know. Um, back when it was uh, Marvel not owning the X-Men or Disney not owning the X-Men days, I yes. feel like every time there was an event, they would be like, like Civil War or something. They would be like, oh, it's interesting that you guys are fighting, but we're not going to take part. And then that would be it, you know. It's, like, right. it's funny they, what the Avengers are doing over there. They weren't integrated. I did like the premise of ABX and most of that book, but... So I like it. It's kind of like yeah. that. I didn't like it. Humans versus X Men, but um, I didn't either. I'm hoping it leans more towards AVX because that was a popular book too. You know. Yes. Um, maybe we'll do like a launch party and at three stores, and they can all pick a team. Clear Lake is Eternals. Bro, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'll take. Uh, you know what? I'll take I'll it. Take and, we'll have, and we'll and we'll have the best launch party. That'll be a sweeter win if you win with the Eternals. You know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I mean, there's 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 more of them, you know. We we get the uh, we get the bigger cast. We have a lot more to work with. Well, there's more X Men actually, but yeah, but Avengers. they don't have Angelina Jolie, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or Selma Hayek. Exactly, she's dead. Sorry, spoilers. Whoa, for whoa, she's not dead in the books. Okay. Um, I'm not sure who this team is. It might have been said, but I'm not seeing it. I assume it's gonna be a bunch of people. It's I'm sure. I assume it'll be all the movie people plus more. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got some Fast and the Furious news. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> Dig it. But, but Fast 10 is coming out in May of next year, 2023. So it's time okay. to start casting. And uh, we remember the whole uh, drama between Vin Diesel and The Rock. Yes. He, he was pleading with him publicly to come back to the franchise. Um, but The Rock was like, nah. And he was like, you're trying to manipulate me, which I kind of agree with. That is kind of weird to put it on instagram you know yeah put, put put rock on blast yeah like that would work um so in my this opinion this, this is a reaction to that i could be wrong um but they're adding jason momoa of aquaman fame to, oh boy to the mix i think he's a very good fit for um, this franchise. Yeah, you know i really i do i do too i think that is a supremely good fit who do you think? Do you want him to be a villain? Do you want him to be someone's brother or what? Well, he's got to be The Rock's brother. Or, I mean, he's got he's got like uh, the big muscle guy look. I think he could easily be The Rock's brother. You know who I think is, is, is based on absolutely nothing? Okay. But I feel like, like I want you to really envision his face without a beard and like the expressions he makes. Uh-huh. I feel like he could be like the brother to Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> they kind of look oh. like a little bit. Um, Ron, I told this to Ron and he didn't agree with me, but I'm going to find, you know, I'm going to find a good side by side where I, I have really have to hunt for ones where they look similar, you know? Yeah. He's making that's... the same expression, but I think he's going to be related to her and her you evil know, brother. Oh, her evil, her evil twin brother. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I think Momoa being in this is actually a good fit. I think uh, it's perfect. I'm totally into it. You really can't go wrong with fast and furious casting unless it's like 
the actor is too good. No, even then, Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron and stuff. Oh, that's they, true. You're not wrong. If it if it's such a bad fit, then it circles back around to being a good fit. You know what I mean? You know, I agree with I that. That's right. All right, Fast and Furious is the home for everyone at this point. Exactly. Any kind of actor could find their place there. Um, I agree. I'm excited. This makes me even more hype for, for Fast 10. Oh, yeah. Maybe is he'll it, be an so, alien. Maybe if they're going to space. What's like it going to be called? Is this, is this going to be Fast X? there's no title yet it's fast mm. 10 is the working title fast and furious 10 or something but fast 10 x furious facts x fast x furious uh yeah that's a good one i think that might be it right yeah fast It'll 10 near look... your seatbelt oh god <laughs> i'm you know i'm here for it i'm here for no matter what it is uh you know we missed out i think on whatever the last one fast nine Oh no, Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't get to see it in, in 40X. I was bummed out. So oh, yeah. I'll have good. to I'll have to make sure that we uh I'm there for this 40X experience if 40X still exists. Well, there's one more after this, right? Eleven, they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll do a marathon. Could do you think you could do like a 24 hour <laughs> um, uh, 40X? That's more than 24 marathon? hours, right? Like, I mean, if yeah, are we counting? No, Hobbs it's like ten movies, it's like twenty. That's twenty man. hours. Yeah, what's up? Let's do it. I don't know if I could be tossed around that long. Oh, oh, oh! A 40X yeah, a forty marathon. x twenty hour oh, marathon. No, <laughs> man. Yeah, you know what? It's an experience. Something you can tell the the I grandkids would need some about. Breaks. Yeah, it'd be a social experiment trying to endure that. I feel like get up and walk around. What's the most you can be like? Um, well, there's got to be world records for like the longest amount of time spent on a roller coaster or something like that. Oh yeah! If they had a Guinness person there, ready longest to verify. time spent, longest time spent in a moving theatrical chair. Yes, I'd be down. I would do it because you because you couldn't give it the 4DX branding because there are there probably will be other. There's been D box right, so it's true. I'm into I'm into it. Somebody, uh, somebody in 2024 or 2025, whenever it comes out. Yeah, uh, the Uncanny Universe uh, boys are going to get on that. We're going to hold the world records um okay so we were getting we've been talking about a, a masters of the universe movie for a while um it was supposed to star noah centineo and i think it was gonna That's be right. at theaters uh-huh. um but now but then they shelved that a while ago at some point during the pandemic and right. now I, I seem to remember that coming up it's been a saga of like yeah we'll, we'll get to this movie at some point but um looks like they're finally doing it uh but with a different actor and a different destination it's going to be on netflix and it's starring um, Kyle Allen, who's from the most recent, from the new West Side Story. He's not famous, really. But, I was um, going to say, I don't know that name. Yeah, so it's recast and and just on Netflix. But okay, um, it says it will follow an orphan named Adam who discovers that he is a prince destined to be the savior of a faraway land and must quickly learn his power in order to save his home from the evil Skeletor. So He-Man. Right. Okay. I mean... So as we've said before, when um, that new Kevin Smith uh, Masters of the Universe was coming out, I'm not really a big He-Man fan. Um, right. And neither are you, right? No, not really. Yeah. But um, you really liked that new Kevin Smith. I did. Thing. It was good. But he's Contrary not involved with this, what though. Lots of people think. I don't think so. Okay. They're going I don't think that went well. I think we're getting like a Ryan Johnson situation where like oh, the somebody He-Man came in and did something new. And, okay. Yeah, not that if you hate it, 
it's for, for that reason only, but I think he's divisive enough that where they probably don't want to bring him in for the next thing, you know? Sure. Huh? But I mean, I, I honestly, I probably won't watch it unless we are planning to review it honestly, because it's not a property I'm a fan of. Oh, I'm sure we will review it. Oh, great. Okay. Well <laughs> then I'm hyped. Let's go it's pretty on brand in a few years, whenever it comes out. Yeah. We'll okay. See. I'm Netflix. Netflix. I'm excited. Um, Netflix is getting a bunch of weird properties at this point. Like, um, I think there's a lot of things that are uh, going streaming as opposed to theatrical. Like, there's something we'll get to later. Like, one of the trailers that came out this week, Texas Chainsaw. It's like, that's going to Netflix directly. That's kind of an odd thing because you would think a big, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, Netflix Netflix is getting a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. but they're not like the marked name of quality that I feel like, you know, in the early days of Netflix originals, uh, that that name meant something. It was like HBO original meant right. something. And now it doesn't necessarily mean that because it's like, well, is this HBO Max or is this like real HBO? Yeah. Well, it's because it's like 10 new Netflix shows a and week, movies, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'll try to get that, that Squid Game or Orange is the New Black hype. I mean... They do have good ones still, but you have to like, you can't count on it, you know? Right. Exactly. Like if one in 10 is good, they're still having one good show a week, but still, you know, um, I don't know. I'll watch this, uh, for the laughs. It's, and it's a movie or a series. <laughs> it's a movie, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better. They normally don't spend a lot of money on movies, but they, I think they had a lot of success with that red notice movie that came out recently with the rock, oh. Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. That was okay. their most expensive movie. And I think it was the most streamed one too, like their most popular movie. So really they're like, maybe we should do this. Um, like did you like it? I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. Oh. It looked too generic for me. Yeah, it you did. Know? It looked like just action movie with these people in it. Yeah. Um I, do want to I only watch foreign films now, Dylan. I only watch, you know, foreign language. Um well, Red Notice was made films. in the UK. Oh, foreign language. Okay, dang. Yeah. Sorry. You caught, you caught me there. I thought yeah. I had you for a second. I've, I've, I've ascended past watching films in English. You know, I'm watching a TV show that's in Irish and it feels like it's a subtitled show, you know? I'm, I mean, you know, that's not incorrect. That's not too far off. So Some of those, some of those uh, Irish and Scottish accents are just like, well, y'all are on another level. That's like, you say that's English. And I understand conceptually that that is English. It sounds like Simlish. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm getting twenty percent tops. On Oddly enough, stuff. it's it's a show normal people, and I like uh, adjusted after a couple episodes, and I feel really? I didn't need the subtitles anymore. Nice. I've, I'm still fluent in Irish now. Well, I'm team I'm team subtitles on most things anyway. Right. Um, I think I think Ron was too. Right. Ron was a big subtitles guy. I think so. Former host Ron. I like um, things dubbed. Sure, they should have dubbed that the Irish show. It'd be pretty funny. American accents. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going, Seamus? <laughs> oh God. Um. Anyway, I got one more news. It's okay. the big one of the week. The one taking over Twitter. Yes. And and everything. Um. There's been some more uh book book banning. Um, oh, always the- on the good side of history to ban books. It always works yeah. out well. That never backfires for everyone. History always looks fondly upon those who who ban books right right always 
Um, this time it's from uh, Tennessee school district or something. Yeah, a, it's a it's a it's, it's one county in Tennessee. I don't I don't know the name of the county offhand. Yeah, I'm sure I can hard. find it momentarily. Um, Mc, Mc, McMinn County School Board in Tennessee. Yes, voted 10-0 to remove yeah. mouse from its curriculum. No one was in very favor of keeping it. It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So they yeah they banned mouse the. Uh, um, we, I mean, I feel like it's, everyone knows what it yeah, is. Yeah. Right? So, well, yeah, but I mean, if you don't, what mouse did, what mouse is, it is a Pulitzer prize winning book, a graphic novel, um, about the Holocaust, uh, or Spiegelman. Yes. By Art Spiegelman, um, direct, uh, I say directed, um, the, 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 the Jews are mice and the Nazis are cats. Right. And then and uh, there's also some his other parents experience yes. like the during the Correct. Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. So based um, on true story. Um, yeah, this is really just baffling to me, you know, whenever stuff like this happens, it's like, uh, really, I, I can't really fathom why and I'm, unless it's like for, of course I can. Um, but like it's, unless it's for like very young children, like, I don't think like somebody under the age of like 10 should be reading mouse. Cause it's very serious. Um, right. Like I mean, mouse, yeah, like mouse is dark. Um, Every kid's I mean, obviously, I like, you know, yeah. Um, so, but like, so not, not to get too real, but I'm gonna, um, there's like this, there's this trend in, in school and education curriculums to remove books like this or night by Ellie Weissel, uh, the Holocaust survivor and replace them with, uh, something more sanitized, like the boy in the striped pajamas is a right. good example. That book is like very popular in classrooms. Um, and and that's a problem because that a, there's, there's many reasons like, and I'm not saying historical fiction doesn't have a place. It definitely does, but boy in the striped pajamas in, in place of, you know, a true account is a problem because, uh, so in, in the boy with striped pajamas, it is the, the, uh, the, the character that we, that we follow, the main character is Bruno. I don't know if you ever read it, Dylan, or see the movie. I know of it, but I haven't read it. I know the story. So we follow Bruno the German kid who befriends this boy in the striped pajamas, the Jewish kid in a death camp. And, you know, so therefore we've, we've switched it from the Jewish perspective, removing the Jewish voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not, not cool. And then you've got these made up characters. So it's not real. And they remove a bunch of the real world atrocities from it and just make more of a, like, lifetime movie level of sadness you know what i mean like you get like um a very sanitary sadness you get the ending that makes you cry yeah or you know but it's like, like replacing a holocaust documentary with jojo rabbit right yes yeah you know, you know what it's like, like that's not it, the same thing right exactly and you know and the author uh boyne john boyne i think who wrote um striped pajamas like he also i've read it um, he makes he tr- he tries to like pivot Holocaust talk into just a bigger anti bigotry talk, which is doing a disservice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like th- these these atrocities are important, and you know the it, it's important that we don't forget them. And reading Mouse, if you've never read Mouse, come to Bedrock City and buy it. It's we very it. good. It's very good. It's won the Pulitzer Prize. It's not just a comic prize. It won like a like a real literature prize. All right. Yeah. Um, and it it'll give you if you've only read books like 
the boy in the striped pajamas or seen the movie like in that one you know the the kid bruno doesn't doesn't feel he doesn't he's not prejudiced so us dear reader we couldn't possibly be prejudiced you know what i mean so right. it's, it's it's forgiving us kid clubs, um, yeah yeah exactly and so but meanwhile in mouse there's a scene where <laughs> like a, a a pig kid uh sees the sees an old man jew and it's like mommy mommy help a jew and then he's having to like and he's pointing them out and like it's going through like what these real people mm-hmm. really went through and it put, and it shows you like no these people did know what was going on not that the kid is at fault obviously well yeah but but you know, the reason they're saying it's banned is because of language and nudity. Oh, yeah. yeah they said because so it says stupid. goddamn in it and there it does. is um a little bit of not gratuitous nudity just like, no i mean there's dead bodies yeah but this yeah. is i think I don't know. I could see why this book would make kids uncomfortable, but I think it's important for kids to be uncomfortable because if you just shield them from everything, then you're like, right. You're preparing them for a world that doesn't exist. You know, they're going to leave school and be like, Oh, like there's different types of people that have had different experiences than me. I don't understand. You know, <laughs> Right. Like that, that's how you get people who say the Holocaust doesn't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause they're not, you know, getting true accounts of people, of survivors or descendants of survivors or Holocaust scholars or whatever, whatever. And you know, for a comic book, Mouse has a very frank uh, mm-hmm. description and depiction of it. There's like many real world accounts. And, you know, most of the characters in Mouse are dead by the end of the book. Right. Um, well, so, it's important. I mean, it's yeah. important to note that like, or I guess to speculate that these are the reasons they're giving, but like there's a bigger movement going on about um you know, teaching, learn, teaching about bigotry and stuff in school. And yes, I think the real reason is if yes. I had to guess that there, there's a trend with the books they're removing and they all seem to be ones that paint white people in a negative light, you know? Right. So exactly. We, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, if you extrapolate it just a little bit, that's the, that's the conclusion you can come to. Um, and, and that's really unfortunate because um, a lot of really good books are, you know, getting, getting shut down and, so, but you know, they're not banned in bedrock. You can come by and get one. Um, exactly. If you've never read it, like I said, it is, it's not fun. It's hard. It's not like recommending like, Oh, you know what you should go read night by Ellie Weissel or Sophie's choice, or, you know, just some yeah. really horribly sad thing, but you know, it is a very, very good worthwhile graphic novel to, to own. Um, and like you said, this is like Watchmen level acclaimed, you know, it's like, yes. you can't go uh, wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, more than, I mean, it mm-hmm. it's it's it is probably the i, I mean got to be the, like the best reviewed graphic novel of all time has to be it's such a bizarre choice to uh right and and, and of of the things to to call it out for you know it's like the the language and brief nudity like please and i, I mean saw, like if you see what the nudity they're talking about is it's it's insane but this I don't know if you remember that new kid graphic novel that I got banned at Katie. Like it's happening here too, yes. you know, in Houston. Um, the yes. author was supposed to be visiting the school and then they canceled on him because they That's said right. the book promoted critical race theory. Which yeah. It just acknowledged, I guess, but well, uh, you know. at, least, at least they're being straight up with it. You know, at least they're being straight up. <laughs> that with was a more there. honest cancel, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's too bad. Um, if you're if you're team cancel mouse or team you know kids shouldn't be reading this 
I don't know, man. Time to reevaluate some stuff. I think it's just funny. Like, okay, I know I keep harping on the reasons that they gave, but like the genocide isn't like right. uh, something that is like it doesn't a override heavy subject. That? No, yeah, like it's eleven like, million people are dead, but like there's a yeah, but they say goddamn, Dylan. There's a god, yeah. Which so many books do that they I are know, not banned. I want to know how many parents on that council would buy their kid Call of Duty. Like, or yeah, if or, you're if you're Halo. voting to to hide this, you better be not letting them on social media or on Netflix or anything. Like, right? It better be Coco Melon, <laughs> right. Titans Go, and that's it. You know, like no JoJo Siwa either. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. You know it's not. Yeah. What man? We 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 could try to make sense of it, but. You, you can't be able I to. mean, yeah. we, we know, we know, we know the real, the real story here, but I think if you want to, we know, right. And if you want a, a real uh, honest account of the Holocaust that is digestible, because some, some books like night is really, really depressing. I've read it once and I don't ever need to read it again. Uh, you know, um, but this one, you can read this more, more than once. It's very, it's very sad. But, you know, and you can digest it. It's written beautifully. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So uh, I'm, I don't know if they'll, does, do these things get overturned based on popular opinion? I don't really, I never really hear follow-up stories on books getting banned. I assume they get unbanned at some point. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe no one was against it, against banning it is 10 and 0, right? Like, yeah. well, I mean, I assume what it is is one parent had a stick in their craw about it, or one person on the board was like, "Oh, they say goddamn, and they have naked pictures in there." Oh, we can't have that. All right, ban it. You know, I think I think that's probably that level for a lot okay. of people who voted to, to ban. I would assume a lot more following. Um, you're really giving a, them the benefit of the doubt, which is a really interesting analogy for the book that they're banning. If you're just talking about following leaders, but you know, go on. You're um, hoping that they're just stupid and not racist. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, well, well, at least at least some of them are racist. I know that, but like, uh, uh, but anyway. Um, anyway, I don't know how to pivot pivot to this uh, commercial I, we got. Right. Um, th- that's it. I mean, the, the the pivot is go buy go buy mouse. Yeah. Uh, you saw? Did you see Will Wheaton was doing cool stuff? He was like buying a bunch of copies. Yeah, of that's really cool. Mouse to donate to comic shops in Tennessee to give out for free and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's super cool. You know, you love to see everybody <laughs> uh, surrounding Tennessee uh, with positivity, you yeah, know, for sure. But um, that's it for uh, this portion of the news. You I do more? have an event tonight that I want to tell you about tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear about it. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com slash live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back to talk about all the news that I found this week. News part two. Uh, I don't know. Electric Boogaloo. We don't have a name for the segment (laughs) yet, but we're figuring it out together. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to start with some 
Uh, two wrestling newses, uh, pieces of news. Uh, okay. WWE um, has a signed a big deal with Disney. So uh, this one, I want to get some more some insight from Dylan on this because uh, I feel that you wouldn't <laughs> know it from the wrestling side, but from the other avenue side, you might have some insight on this. So okay. WWE signed a major deal with Disney overseas. So this is a little bit complicated. So WWE had their own streaming service called WWE Network. Right. That um, was $10 a month, et cetera, et cetera. And then in North America, it went away and got rolled into Peacock. Okay. Because Peacock bought it. Uh, bought WWE or streaming rights to WWE, whatever. They made a deal. Right. And, but in other countries, uh, WWE Network still existed. Okay. So now in Indonesia and a few other countries, WWE Network is going to be on Disney Plus. Um, so that's a huge deal. Like that's a that's a pretty big park partnership, and I feel honestly like a good fit for Disney, because um, especially WWE as a product, not like wrestling in general, but WWE's product is definitely more kitty and child friendly. Right. So. It's a little Disney. more adult than Disney, our Disney Plus, I feel like. Though. It is, it is. But overseas, they have Disney Star, which is well, part yeah. of Disney Plus, where they it, have uh, Yeah, I think content. it's, it's, it's going to be a Disney Plus Hot Star, whatever that is. So we have Hulu. Um, we have the two separate services here because they have to have Hulu. But everywhere else, they have adult stuff like Deadpool on Disney Plus. It's called Disney Star and like different little segments. And it's sure. all in one service. So I think this is, this is just a... You know, they get to benefit from that. I wish we could do that. So that's what I was going to say is like, so, but in this country, it's WWE is streamed by NBC. Um, So it's sort of like DC and Diamond, right? Because like DC was still distributed through Diamond in the UK. So does that, is that going to translate ever? Do you think over here, like if they have a good working relationship in another country, do they, does that pivot to when the contract is up with NBC, do they want to roll it into Disney or is that like, I think it would be Hulu if they did it. Hulu. Sure. Yeah. So if they, I don't know if they have a really good experience overseas with Disney, then when their contracts up with NBC, they could go to Hulu here. Yeah. That's interesting. That's um, they had their big, they had their Royal rumble this weekend. Um, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people got to take advantage of that because of Peacock. Cause uh or you can you can order the pay per view for fifty five dollars. I'm sorry, they don't call them pay per views anymore. They're premium live events. Um, oh, premium live events. Um, it, you can order name. for forty five dollars, uh, or get it as part of your Peacock subscription, which is obviously the way to go. So this is just just an interesting development in in wrestling. They already um, have the infrastructure because they did those they premier do. access like Mulan and Black Widow and stuff. You know, I, and I think and I like the Peacock interface. Um, I don't love the the Hulu interface. If I'm no, honest. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like Hulu. I think Amazon's bad. Um, I don't. There's some 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 of these streaming services just have just like put some more money into your design, please. Why is this so ugly and hard to use? Have you looked at Paramount? No, I have it. I haven't turned it on in a in a minute. It's the worst one. Is it? It's impossible to find everything. Yeah, it's oh, terrible. That's great. But well, I like Disney Pluses. I wish they I, could just I roll like that Disney over Plus. to Hulu. Why can't they clone that with different I don't content? I don't like it. Um, other other wrestling news this week. Uh, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling um, is teasing a big news coming tonight at 10 p.m. So right after <gasps> we're recording. So we're recording okay. this on Monday. So um, 
this is this is uh this is interesting here. So New Japan noted, uh, uh, well, shall we say that their their tweet says January thirty first, ten p.m. Catch the first news of the biggest U.S. event this spring. We predict a riot. Uh, so, huh. okay, let me. Okay, that sounds big. They're going to announce yeah. something huge and major. Well, let me let me let me peel back the curtain here for you, Dylan, the non wrestling fan here. <laughs> okay. New Japan doesn't understand w- how to do news over here. Like uh, the last time they did this, it was that they were announcing they they were teasing they were announcing a streaming partner, and which is a big deal because they don't have a good streaming service over here. Um, w- what their deal was is they had a deal with Roku, not to have their app on the Roku store but to play new Japan replays on the Roku channel. Okay. Which is, and they were expecting this to be like big, huge news. And then, it's embarrassing. You, know, you know, and th- they, they don't have a good history of, uh, of, of good, uh, of PR with announcements. Um, every year, another example, new Japan does um, uh, the G1 tournament, which is the biggest tournament in pro wrestling. It's a big deal. It's 20, uh, 21 days, a uh, bunch of competitors. Uh, it's a big, huge destination in wrestling every year. It's a big, big deal. Um, and in 2018, I believe, might have been 19, I went to it. The first night of it, for the first time ever, was in America. And it was in Dallas. And I went. But the arena that they booked this is just new Japan being disconnected with the level of their presence and reach over here. They rented the arena where the Dallas Mavericks play. That's where WWE rents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was empty. Oh no. That's so embarrassing. Oh man. It's so bad. And on wrestling shows, I don't, I don't know if you ever have any uh, parallel to this, Dylan, but at wrestling shows, so there's there's a term, there's the hard camera, which is the one that's always, you know, your default camera that's facing the ring. This is always going to be this way. There's okay. always there's other satellite cameras that they'll cut to or do whatever. But the right. hard camera is most important. So, like, they sell out those tickets first that are seen on TV. Um, even those weren't sold out because huh. the arena was so huge. Um, so they moved everybody from, you know, across to not being on the hard camera to be on the hard camera. And I've seen this happen mm. at, at wrestling events before to make events look more full or to let people come have free floor seats or whatever, you know, to just like, come on down, come to the floor. Uh, I, it, it was really embarrassing. I was there. I mean, that was a great show. And I mean, not nothing about the content because their content is top notch. Um, they just have a really poor conception of what is good in the U S market. Oh, that's sad. Um, it is. So I'm really hoping this is good news and actually a big U.S. event and not like they have a they have a North American branch called New Japan Strong, which is a bunch of not Japanese wrestlers, uh, you know, which is cool. But that's not the same thing. That's not why you're watching New Japan. You're watching New Japan to watch people you can't see all the time. Um, but anyway, so we'll, we'll see. I hope I've, it's I've had something like on that along those lines oh, yeah? with, con- with concerts. I mean, OK. It's just, it's happened to me a couple of times where I'll, it's actually both from the same spot from the Smart Financial uh, Sugarland. The yeah, yeah, one. I've actually haven't been there. I bought tickets there twice, and then they move it like the week of to Revention, like because I don't think really? they sold enough for Smart Financial. I'm like, that's so embarrassing for you. Like, I feel bad for the person I'm seeing. You know, I'm like that sucks, sweetie. I feel like it's very much that energy. 
Right. I saw wrestling at Revention one time. That was a wild experience. That was. Uh, they don't sound like they don't seem like they're built for that. They're not. So the <laughs> the ramp is the stage, um, and they come down like they would have the curtain up there, and then the 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 the, the standing seats or the pit, I guess, is where the ring is. Um, okay. It was. It works Don't well. Work, actually, it's just. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. It's. It's like wait, we're seeing wrestling where at this but, concert hall. <laughs> but what I'm hoping for. So okay, the the announcement that they're saying is that so it sounds like they're going to do one of their big signature shows here in the U.S., which would be Dominion, the G1. If they're saying spring, G1 summer. So I don't know. It could. It. It's not going to be Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, that that or it has be to be. It could. It could be. Very, it could be nothing. It could be a big old nothing, um, or it could be they're co-promoting a show with another company, which is another rumor. Um, um, so we'll we'll just we'll just see. We'll have to see. Um, so I have one piece of gaming news um, to in in seemingly to answer uh, Microsoft buying Activision. Sony has bought Bungie. Another for, one. Another one for three point six billion dollars. Um, about half half the value, but yeah, that's surprising. It's, Didn't they just do Destiny? Like, what else do they have? They did Halo, Halo back in the day, right? They've done Destiny and Halo. That's a weird. I don't know. I don't get. I don't get it. Like, I feel like that's more of just a dig at Xbox because Bungie used to be an Xbox brand. I'm sure there's more of a reason to it. Yeah, as an armchair like analyst, I'm like that seems overpriced, but there has to be some reason, you know. I mean, Destiny does make a lot of money. It's a nice platform. It's popular, yeah, but it seems like a weird move to me. Not like buying Activision, which is enormous. Plus, they got so many good IPs with Activision that could sell themselves, you know. Right. Exactly. I'm like, huh? I don't know. It's like you bought Bungie, and normally. PlayStation only makes like good moves like that. PlayStation is pretty much on top of the console war. Saying that as an Xbox fanboy here. Um, yeah. You know, well, they must have some kind of plan that we aren't smart enough to see yet. <laughs> yeah. I guess more, more, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, but speaking of Bungie, um, we did get a trailer for Halo the series. I hope, I really, I hope it has a name that's better than that. Um, I don't think coming, so. I think that's it. Oh, yikes. Okay. Coming to Paramount Plus. <laughs> Um, and this trailer came out, I think today or yesterday. Right. Um, and it looks like Halo It's live action. It looks like what people want, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I really don't care. <laughs> I find myself watching. It's like, man, I really don't care about this at all. So, like, okay. I, I haven't played, I've only played the Halos, like, uh, the multiplayer modes with friends a little bit, not sure. any, anything real. Is it? In the desert for a lot of it, or um, no? no. This was this seems I mean, like there's... a lot more desert than what I've seen from Halo. It did, it did. Uh, maybe it's, it's desert. It's a desert planet. Yeah, it's cheaper for sure. Looked looked uh, as I think you were saying. It definitely reminded us a lot of uh, another property. You know, looks a little the bit desert. <laughs> a little bit looked like a little bit looked like a Mandalorian here, uh, but it you does. know, I don't know. I don't, I've never thought that Halo had a strong enough story. I, and I, this was always, I was always uh, the black sheep in the GameStop community for not thinking that a live action Halo would be a good idea. I was like, oh, I don't it's know. Been, it's been in talks that long or like, oh my God, dude. People, about? Like, 
since the original Xbox, the Halo movie has been like a thing people have been talking about. Well, then hopefully um, this is huge for, for Paramount because they don't oh, have yeah. anything huge right now. No, they don't. But it looks it looks like they got some money, so that's nice. It does look um, a little expensive. So it does. Um, so we'll have to see. It's not coming out for a bit. What's do you know when that's coming out, Dylan? Not sure. I think it doesn't have a date yet. Um, it's 2022, uh, as far as I know. Um, I'm but the looking trailer, right I don't think, did enough to oh, bring March in... 24th. March 24th. Oh, so right. soon. I don't think it... it did enough to bring in people like me who don't know the story. Because I was right. like, what's this about? I don't see this doing anything for non-Halo heads. You know, like... I'll still watch it, that being said. Right. <laughs> that, that being said, <laughs> I have I have a lot of free time, and we'll watch this exactly. show. Um, then I have um, a, phys- a piece of physical Blu-ray news here. So I have a dilemma, Dylan. I have a dilemma. I'll solve it for you. Uh, okay. Uh, it's about, So you're going to commit me to spending a lot of money. So there's a film distribution label called Imprint. Um, right. They do um, region-free Blu-ray, which is very uncommon. Um, okay. They're, from, they're an Australian company. So that's layer one of the complexity. Um, so they're putting out a Wicker Man set. And if you, if you know me, you know, I love the wicker man. Um, then what is exciting about this is that, so I'm sure you don't know Dylan, but there are three cuts of the wicker man. Have you seen, have you seen it? I've seen a cut. I don't, couldn't tell you. Have you seen the original movie? Just based the non Nicholas Cage movie. Okay. So the premise of the film is that, uh, this, this police officer gets summoned to this European Island. He's a European police officer. Gets summoned to this Island with the, with unbeknownst to him to be sacrificed because he is a virgin uh, to their pagan god to make their it's crops It's very much fruitful. inspired by Ari Aster's Midsummer. Uh, yes, obviously, <laughs> very much. Yeah. It takes takes a lot of inspiration from uh, uh, exactly Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so but the big the big thing here is that so it is not established in the theatrical cut or nearly every every disc based release um, that he is a virgin. So this is a weird. That's a weird thing. Okay. So in the in the in the VHS director's cut, um, that never made it to disc in any country, there is a scene that. So the, the theatrical version is the shortest at eighty eight minutes. The desirable cut is ninety nine or one hundred and one, depending on which VHS you have. Uh, okay. It's weird. Um, I know more about this than I should. Um, but anyway, there's a scene in the beginning of the film that establishes that fact that he is, a, he is unmarried and is still a virgin. Okay. Um, and that is crucial because then you find out that only a virgin can be sacrificed, blah, blah, blah. So they think it's this young girl. And then when the reveal is that it's actually Sergeant Howie, you know, it's supposed to be, Oh, of course, but there's no setup for that. Okay. So that sort of doesn't really make sense in the film, but anyway, so that's my five minute wicker man primer. Um, spoilers for the wicker man. Sorry. I didn't give that on top. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, so imprint for the first time ever on disc, all three cuts are on 4k. Um, not just on DVD, not just on Blu-ray. These are on 4k. Okay. So the set is $119. It's four discs. Oh, hold on. It gets worse. I'd do it. I would do it for 120. I would totally do it. It's four discs, all, th- all three cuts, 4k, all new special features, new documentaries, tons of special features. Like, Huge, huge, huge. But they're the same on each version, right? The special features. No. So disc one is the is the final cut, uh, which has a bunch of extra features. 
this too has the, the UK theatrical cut and the director's cut, the desirable one. Um, and each of those has its own brand new recorded commentary track. Um, and then a making of the audio commentary featurette. Um, then there's a fourth disc of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight new featurettes. Uh, and the fourth, fourth disc is a soundtrack. So it's a very nice set. Everything they do is very high end. However, so it's 120, right? Shipping is $60 from Australia. I figure I can't do it. I can't pull the trigger. I want it, but like, I think that's that's too much. I might as well buy a Switch Lite. They don't have a sell them separately at all. No. Why would they do oh, that? Because they're just going to buy was... the one. That, they're, they're just going to buy the one that you can't get anywhere else. Well, if you there's know? different features on each one, I don't know. I know. I might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to try to find this. Like that's too over. much. That's forty five dollars a disc. I know. You can't do that. No, I can't. That's, Maybe I, someone will separate it and put it on eBay or something. You can buy the one you like. I don't that's know. What, that's what I'm hoping for. Or my my I'm st- I'm holding out hope. So there is I might I've named out them before. There's a website called DiabolicDVD.com. They are a distributor for imprint. Um, they have a pre-order up right now with no price attached. <laughs> um, and they will update it when they know more. But they ship from America. So hopefully, oh, okay. You know, I'll I, I'll go up to 130. Maybe it was like my maximum for this, the four disc. It looks Dang. like a great set, but man. So if you're if you're into the Wicker Man, like me, I know I know at the very least one of our listeners is a big Wicker Man fan, but he probably <laughs> already has seen this. Um, shout out Brett. Um, so anyway, there's that. Um, my last piece of news is we talked about this a few weeks ago. There was a teaser or just a poster or something that there was a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, film coming out and the trailer's out Massacre. today to hit text chainsaw massacre <laughs> and uh story is by fede alvarez who we know from evil dead remake and don't breathe which are both awesome Phenomenal. yes um so i'm gonna let dylan go first dylan what did you think of this trailer i thought it was fine it looked good it I don't know. It's hard to elaborate on it because it didn't offer too much new to me, you know, where I'm like, right. this is the one, you know, I, I, I think I thought it was fine. <laughs> I thought it was super fine. Um, I also think it was not great. Um, I think it comes out very soon, um, but there's also it comes out February 18th, but they also just had like literally a scene from Halloween 2018 in it in the trailer where you have the old lady sitting in the car waiting for Leatherface saying, I've been waiting 50 years for this night, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, is this just, are you just diet Jamie Lee here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know? And so it's Sally, the main character from the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know if it's the same actress. I have no idea. It, it probably isn't. Um, but she's, she's back. Uh, and she is here to um, avenge, her fallen friends from 50 years ago from 1973. Um, if I, I had know. to guess, I would say this is not going to be good. I don't know. It, it's a Netflix movie. It's, it's, a, it it's a Netflix movie. And I don't, I also don't love the Leatherface design. I don't I like it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in general very me much. Neither. It's not my favorite. It's like very I, low on the list. I like the first one. Um, I like the first one and I like um, the third one fine. 
because it, uh, Bill uh, Bill Mosley is excellent as Chop Top, but okay. Other than that, this franchise sucks. Um, Toby Hooper got lucky and has not made other good films. Uh, fight me. Toby Hooper is not a horror icon. He made Texas Chainsaw Massacre and got lucky. Um, I I will watch this, however, because it's produced by Fede Alvarez and I like him a lot. True. Um, so it's hopefully it's but, not a vanity credit where they're like, let's get this good name on it. We I hope so. Sell it. Because the director is a newcomer, David Blue Garcia, who has not directed um, anything in English yet. Um, he's based in Austin, though, so there's that. That's cool. I don't know. It's hard to put weight in that with horror movies, especially, you know, because they're exactly. like sometimes these new directors can like have a shoestring budget, deliver something awesome, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping for the best. Maybe we will talk about it in a couple of weeks. Uh, I I'll try to. I'll, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should probably watch it. Looks pretty good. But uh, Dylan, did you have anything else? I think something yeah, came there's up. A little breaking news. Not Ooh. really breaking, but it's it's kind of like your uh, your other news article that was news about coming up news. Um, yeah. It's about the River Oaks Theater. Apparently, okay. they have a big announcement on or tonight after 5 p.m. with um, the property owner, Kimco Reality, and the mayor, Sylvester, Sylvester Turner. They're going to announce some big news about the River Oaks Theater um, really? after 5 p.m. on social media. Yeah. That's exciting. They said, but they're, they're, if you read the little press release, it's basically saying they're coming back in some way and we're going to tell you how it is. I don't think they would bring the mayor out to announce it if it was going to be, we're definitely shut down, you know, like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. The, the, the mayor's not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, so it's for real done. I wanted to be the one to tell you. Your dreams yeah, I'm are glad over. you heard it from me. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm also, really excited about that. That that you know, cool. Hope that hopefully we get something cool out of that. Um, because I it's do miss interesting that it's the Kimco reality, like a realty. Sorry, the uh, like does that mean they're not moving? It's gonna be in the same spot. I don't know. I would I would have I would assume, but is, I don't know. Is the city of Houston paying for this? I'm very. I have so many questions. I mean, all will be revealed. When were they telling us this, Dylan? They said uh, today, Wednesday, after 5 p.m. They didn't give a specific time. Okay. Well, they and, said to look out on their Facebook website and Twitter. And to and to answer, New Japan has made their announcement. It is uh, they're doing a show in Chicago. Oh. That's it. They're doing a show in Chicago. I told you. Call, <laughs> it's called funny. called Windy City Riot. That's now, will it. this River Oaks thing be the same? Will it be something like that? Will it be like okay, great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, or they'll I, announce like a, a fundraiser or something. I don't know. Oh my god, that'd be the worst—a fundraiser to bring it back that we shut down. Actually, well, no, River Oaks that they did it—they they shut themselves <laughs> down. Uh, but um, anyway, we have a love-hate relationship with River Oaks. That that is true. Um, but anyway, um, let's let's do our uh, let's get to our our pickle of the week, our pick of the week here, right? Let's do is it. it. Time for that. It's time for it's that. Time. So my pick of the week is Mouse by Art Spiegelman. Tell Come me about that book. It. Uh, we've already done it. Rewind yeah. 25 minutes ago. Exactly. We talked about Mouse. Come get it. Pulitzer Prize winning. Fantastic book. Come get it. All right. Well, yours is quick. Mine is also a graphic novel, not a comic. It is the Milestone Compendium from DC. Oh, Yeah. These things have been out of print for a very long time. So it's like a big deal that these are coming back in a big way. They've already come back a bit in the comics, uh, single issues, but this is the old stuff altogether. It's got 
Blood Syndicate, Hardware, Icon, Static, uh, Shadow Cabinet, like all of them, you know? And yeah. it's a nice, a nice uh, $60 compendium. So like a very good value, you know? Um, yeah. I've only read Static. I haven't read any of the other ones. So maybe I'll pick it up and, and check some of them out. But It's a nice compendium though. Like it looks yeah, really nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. And it was like super groundbreaking in the 90s for the diversity yeah. that it introduced, you know? So I'm glad that it's something that people can actually access now. I've noticed a lot more like big, thick reprints are, are trending lately. Like that, that seems to be like, more I've popular. been on that train. I'm glad the world's catching up. Right, they're finally it's so much on your better level, than though. those little floppy, like five no. issue things. No, give me, give me a that. pedestal. Give me a pedestal hardcover. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, I guess it's time to tell you about all of our uh, our gaming events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming gaming events for the month of February. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore game players. Feel free to come by an hour early to learn to play. You can join us this month on February 11th and February 18th. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month, we all get together at the Clear Lake location and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. This event runs from 6 p.m. till about 10. This month on February the 19th, we'll be hosting the WizKids Chimera Paint Night. For only $20, you'll get the miniature, 12 paints, two brushes, a water pot, and a palette. Come down and follow the given instructions or forge your own path. We'll see you at the game table. Okay, so there we have it. Uh, and now we're going we're gonna to get to uh, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, episode uh, five. Don't call five? it that. That's not what this was. I mean, that's what it said on the <laughs> on the tin. You're right. That's, that's what that's what it said. Uh, <laughs> so spoilers for Book of Boba Fett uh, from last week. Um. So finally, we have an episode worth talking about. Uh, no shade to actually the no shade. big shade to big shade to Boba Fett. I've talked about it. If you've been into Clear Lake at all this week, we and have talked about Star Wars. Um, th- this t- episode to me illustrates why the show isn't good um yeah i wrote that in my notes like that exact thing yeah, yeah it's like if you need mando and armor and the dark saber and pause Vizsla and what uh, you need all this crap that wasn't there before to say oh man see i told you book of Boba Fett was good no it's not <laughs> the show yeah. wasn't interesting until it got to this i i had uh, and you know like i was so engaged in this episode me too um, yeah i didn't have the desire to pick up my phone while I was watching it, Agreed. I think only. May, oh wait, because, I had a moment where I wanted to, when oh, yeah. they were doing the ship. I thought fixing the ship was a little too long. It it did go, okay. I agree. It, it did go. So a minor like, complaint. Minor complaint. It was it was cool. It's cool to see that ship back though. The episode uh, yes. one or two, whatever it's from. Um, it was nice to see that. Um, however, uh, and Jawas are furry. We learned. Yeah, I don't. I was going to ask you about that if that was a thing already. I don't know. I just learned about. Okay. I I don't know if that's canon or not. Um, it scared me. I don't like it. I don't want to think about it. They're furry. I told. Are we going to see one disrobed? Do you think? I hope at some so. Point? I hope. I would so. love to. What if they're really cute? Right. What, they, what What do you look like under there, little dude? We need a Grogu of the Boba Fett show. You know what I mean? The cute thing. What if yeah, it yeah. was there all along and we just didn't know it? It's yeah, right. We've known <laughs> it the whole time, but it was they're just Ewoks. They just put right. the Ewoks of the robe on. Oh, um, oh. that uh, wouldn't have the same effect. <laughs> no, 
It's just it's just wicked with a robe on. Um, oh. But yeah, so in this episode, we see uh, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, training with the Darksaber and doing all sorts of really cool stuff and being awesome and fighting Paz Vizsla. Um, yeah. And breaking the spear and you know all sorts of all sorts of stuff um okay you know what i do have some complaints i don't want to just like completely gush over it because i did have some complaints about even the mandalorian stuff because the mandalorian is overrated it's good but it's overrated relax um i it is the best star wars in a bit um but you know but when mandalorian shines it's like good i think you know right yeah this was like this was like a good episode of mandalorian yeah, Mandalorian is mid overall, but like it has some really good parts. Right. Yeah. Um, and this is one of those for sure. Um, but there was so one of my least favorite things in uh it, it only well, it happens in everything, but it happens a lot in nerd movies and storytelling of just like um proper noun storytelling of like uh how do you say how do you say it let's just like um exposition based stuff without actually explaining anything it's like oh yeah on the night of a thousand tears the, this thing happened and then the, yeah. and then mm-hmm. there was the rift and then that was on the this thing and it's like it's all all these capitalized nouns i'm like what, what you're not saying anything i don't know what any of this means you're just going on a monologue about nothing i did really. feel that way a little bit when she was talking about um how the only way he can redeem himself is to be right. like what bathe, bathe in the waters but yeah like basically baptized or something again and i'm like i want to why what like tell me about that you right know? because it seems like maybe there's that might be a thing that is going to happen later i would think if they're introducing that idea even if it was destroyed i assume the water is still there or something you know i don't know. i mean why bring it up right but yeah they did a lot of that when they were ta- talking about like you know who can wield the dark saber and what happened on and they're dropping things like the night of a thousand tears, which was new. That's new. Uh, that's not an existing thing. And, you know, and to Matt's point, uh, guy, uh, you know, former, well, no, he didn't play in my store and he has been on the show multiple times. Um, I'll say former host, but um, he, his point with that is like, well, what they're doing is they're laying the groundwork for future. Like they're planting seeds. It's like, and I get that. I understand yeah. seed planting, but like, don't plant 15 seeds in one little scene. Like to there me, there was like, a lot of seeds. There was but a lot you, of like, have you ever watched a show where they do a backdoor pilot for another show? Oh yeah. This was very much that except for it was just a backdoor pilot for a season three. It's kind of oh, like yeah. with um, like CW does a lot like flash in arrow, you know, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, and this is Felicity and Iris. And you're like, who are these people? You know, and like really superfluous, like, inconsequential things that are in the episode that you know will be in the flash show right. so like when they stand alone within this arrow show or this boba fett show it doesn't really work but it's relying on us having seen all of the mandalorian and committing to watching the next one which um is a little bit like lazy but it's correct so right i mean it, it, got, it didn't it got bother me, me to, too much it got me to be more interested in the, in the is it is the next one the last one right there's or there two more? Two more, I think. They got me to be more interested. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. So it there's that. Felt, it fell out of place to me. Like, it did. It, it, it was like it, it was a different show. It felt like they dropped an episode literally. of Mandalorian in. Literally. That's Both the benefit of doing these this like VR sets, I guess. You know, you can just be like, let's make this one Mandalorian. You know, like, I guess, right. I guess that works, but 
I don't know. It, just like to elaborate on what you said at the top, it's very it, like the juxtaposition to Boba Fett was just like like so a breath stark, of fresh right? air, you know. It's like it made yeah. me love Mandalorian. I'm like, yes, I'm sorry I ever like said anything negative about you. You're perfect. You're the best show <laughs> right. that's ever existed. Please right. stay, you know. So yeah, and and you know, I've seen all the tweets, you know, uh Pedro Pascal complaining of shoulder, neck, and back pain for carrying the Star Wars franchise on his back, you know. Until Ahsoka comes out. He is yeah. a better lead, even with his face covered, but like Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it was so many things that made it better, you know? I know. I the it, it just felt like we, it was written differently. Like it felt like different people wrote this episode. I'm sure I don't know if that's the case, but it felt like legitimately just an episode of Mandalorian spliced in the middle. It felt like a yeah. different series. I feel bad for people who don't want to check out Boba Fett, but like Mandalorian and they're like they're going to start season three and be like, what? Like, yeah, they better have a previously on Boba Fett at the beginning or something, right. you know, but, but I, I thought know. it looked this one, like it had a stark contrast in like style as well, which it I know isn't intentional, but like the way it was filmed and the aesthetic was so different in a way yeah. that I enjoyed way more, you know, just like, I don't want to live in that world. I know it's Tatooine, but like, I feel like it's shot in a boring way, you know, not something that excites me, but this mm-hmm. one, I just like, I want to exist in it more. And that's probably due in some part to um, Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's really, I mean, I think she's definitely one of the standout Star Wars directors from these shows, you know? She did I, a really I, good I job definitely here. agree. And it's you know, blood. thinking about it, like, I maybe I just don't like Robert Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> like, what do I like? I like Planet Terror, but I think Planet Terror is also bad. I don't, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know how much I like it. And I do like Machete, but I think that's more just I like Danny Trejo in that role than I like him. Like I'm looking at I his, even liked like it was even embarrassing to the extent where I liked Fennec and Din didn't like better together. I don't know. Yeah, I their chemistry more too. They've barely interacted. I know. It's, I feel uh, bad for Boba, honestly. I hope these last two episodes are good, and I hope uh, Dinjarin's in them because uh, he has saved. He's he saved be. it. He's yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be funny. He decided not to come. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's not here. Sorry. Uh, here's Grogu. That's the benefit of him being like a voiceover role. Basically, is it's probably not hard to get. Right, because he somehow schedule figured out. Right. Yeah, because I assume uh, that's not Pedro in the suit at all times. No, for sure. I'm sure he does some of it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did none of it here, but I don't know. We wouldn't know, would we? Who? I mean, I don't need to know. I'm, like, I'm hoping. Can I give a yes. take that no one that no one's gonna like? Let's hear. Um, it. So you know how he, she asked him if he took his helmet off, and he said yes, and then she's like, "Well, you're not a Mandalorian anymore." Uh huh. I would like it if he could just like all the time take his helmet off now, like not what? when he's in battle, but just like we could see him acting sometimes. You know? Sure. I know yeah. that's what people hate about Mandalorian. That's like the one complaint that I hear all the time about Mandalorian, but I don't know. It would give me something more to connect with if we could see Pedro Pascal a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Cause I don't love the, I don't have any like big love for the Mandalorian culture or the big, all the lore behind it or whatever. So I'm, and I'm sure that is a big, you know, stepping on people's, you know, fandoms or whatever, but I, but I they haven't said, have they, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Have they said, I'm sure someone's yelling at their phone, why they can't 
take their helmet off? No, not it not seems okay. more. So go. I'm I'm sure that they have, but not yes. in the series. Okay, which because n- not in not in not on not on screen. Um, maybe in a cartoon, or maybe in a a book somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Um, but as like a fake fan, they did. <laughs> talking about myself they um yes. they were talking about the jedi versus mandalorians a bit you know yes and how the jedi were like no attachments um yes. which has been established but it seems like they would be the ones wearing the helmets right and then the mandalorians would be like showing their faces like forming these bonds and stuff you know yeah uh-huh. that's just me as a who's someone who's only seen the movies and and mandalorian that like the I, helmet thing doesn't track for me for some reason i i i agree um I I don't get the helmet culture, but I think I like, and I mean that literally because like that is like the whole deal is like every, everyone has to make their own armor, et cetera, et cetera, right? I mean that, that's how it used to be. I don't know what the the case is. Why do I feel nervous to voice his opinion? Like, it, I, part of me feel like it's a real culture. I'm like, wait, no, it's fake. I can right. No, I can no, no. trash it. You're not going to get canceled for trashing the Mando culture. Um, uh, I mean, you might though. Sure, I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might though. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's. Uh, I don't know, man. I exactly. I, I've, I've never really us. been into it. I've never really been into the Mandalorian culture. I've never thought they were cool. I, I mean, their armor is cool. I've never thought they yeah. were like they like as a whole entity were cool. Like I always hated Boba Fett. Um, I don't know. Din Djarin is the coolest one, man. He He's is, got personality. Yeah. He's I, a, okay, he's a character. Something I'm very the, my favorite part of this episode that I'm very excited to see is like on his new ship, the little like droid bubble. Oh yeah, like obviously that's oh, where Grogu is gonna go, and I'm yeah, very excited course. about that. That's all I want to see. I don't yeah, care about Boba I mean, Fett. That's clearly where Grogu goes. He grows. He goes in the Bro- Grogu, Grogu's little Grogu head. spot. Yeah, in the Astromech spot. Yes, yeah, so that's. I mean, there's no way that doesn't happen. I'm be disappointed if like we have to wait to season three of Mando to see that. Yeah. But. He might, we might, uh, he might give us like a, a a tease of it, but Grogu better be in this next episode. We need a, we need a dose of Grogu for this Boba Fett show. I'm sorry. Yeah. But she needs something. She needs what do you help. think was made for Grogu? The, what arm is like a, it's something. Oh, what? Oh, what's it's in the so small. Bag? Yeah. I was like, what, what could it be that sounds I, like a helmet? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was, I was thinking it was going to be some sort of a Mando thing, but I don't, uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know enough about. They wouldn't do I, that. They wouldn't do a little Mandalorian helmet on. Grogu, no, he looks stupid with his little ears out. <laughs> Does it have cutouts for the ears? Like a. No, they're like maybe, flopped down. Maybe, maybe it's like a Mandalorian like necklace or like a like a yeah, you know some like sort a of a, chest plate a, or something. I don't know, <laughs> like a signet ring or I don't know. I don't know. Some mega fan is like, oh my god, these people don't know anything about Star Wars. They didn't um, tell us in the episode what that was made. They cut they away. They didn't tell us. And they have not done a good job of explaining Mandalorian culture other than being v- very vague and mysterious. And not everyone has read everything from Star Wars. Stop gate- gatekeeping. Let, <laughs> let, let, the, let, let new people find the way. Um, but I don't know. I'm sorry we'll if see. I've made anyone upset. I'm a self-professed Star Wars dummy, so... And I'm not like, I like all the movies. Well, I don't know if I like all the movies. I've watched all the movies multiple times. I've been a fan since I was a kid, but you know, I'm not a diehard. Just to let you know, my opinion means nothing. The last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. So there you um, go. I don't disagree with that either. That's a, it, it's, it's as good as empire. Uh, sorry. It's, I mean, I think those are tied for the best empire. Dare Jedi. Hey, 
that's that's a that's a true story. nothing beats the original Ugh. god <laughs> anyway scream. Uh, yeah right wow um i'm wearing a scream shirt uh so anyway Ooh. oh you got gonna, it i did okay. i finally can, i finally got it okay. um that's gonna do it for us this week so uh, thank you all so much for downloading us yeah thanks everyone this is dylan and i'm michael we'll see you next time Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.